Hey there, this is Kim. I got a question for you, and I don't think I've ever asked you this as long as we've known each other. Here's the question. Have you ever, in your adult life, looked in the mirror and thought, wow, I thought things would be different. I really thought things would be better by now. Well, take it from me, if you have, you're not alone. But what if I told you that there's one thing, really, one thing, particularly in your marketing business, your network marketing business, that can make a shift so that you realize that this, right now, this moment, that this is the greatest time in history and in your life, no matter where you are, for you to get the courage to really do your own thing, number one. Number two, know what words to say to anybody, anywhere, anytime, or words to write. And last, to get off the pot and do the thing. So here's the big thing. If you want to be someplace and you're not there, whether it's income, whether it's your size, whether it's your attitude, whether it's what you've achieved, whether it's things that you have, anything where you go, well, I'm not at this place where I wish I could be or where I thought I would be, I want to tell you something very comforting. And that's this, the one thing. That is the person that you are right now is not the person that's going to get where you want to go. That's really a very important thing to know. And instead of being disappointed and going, well, gee, so I came out the wrong way, it's not that. It's that you get to become the person that you need to be in order to achieve that. And let me give you an example. If you take somebody like Arnold Schwarzenegger, he was a skinny kid in Austria growing up. He didn't come out of the chute, this full-on big fat bodybuilder, which he became, and then of course went into the movies and went into government and who knows what else he's doing these days. But the point is that he didn't come like that. He wanted to become a bodybuilder because he was kind of a skinny runt type of kid. And so he spent, I don't know, six, eight years working six to eight hours a day lifting weights. He became somebody who could go from lifting, say, 50 pounds to 100 pounds. He then had to become somebody who could go from 100 pounds, lifting 100 pounds, to lifting 200 pounds. And then, he, that's all he could do, 200 pounds. So he was somebody who could lift 200 pounds. That was better than 50 pounds or 100 pounds, but not as good as somebody who could lift 500 pounds. So then he had to become the person in his body and in his mind who could lift 500 pounds. So this is the one thing that's probably the most important that I have learned, that when I'm ranting to myself about why aren't you quicker, why is it taking you so long, how come you're not here yet, it's because the person that I am right now isn't the one I need to be from the point of view of how I think, what characteristics I have, what knowledge I have, and that's why I can't go any further. And so I want to teach you a couple things over these next couple of Kim Talks about things that I have learned. I can show you with an example that I remember as if it were yesterday when I started my first network marketing company, which was the water filter business 26, 27 years ago. First of all, I started with customers and didn't know you should sponsor people. But once I learned, oh, you're supposed to sponsor people, I started doing that and I sponsored probably mm, 45, 50 people in the first 90 days. Frontline people who came into the water filter business at maybe, I don't know, I think it was like four or $5,000 worth of water filters. 
And I thought that was pretty cool. And then 90 days later, of the, I think it was maybe say 50 people, I think there were probably 35 that had dropped out, probably closer to 40. And I could not understand how that could have happened. I thought, well, maybe I'm not a good judge of character. I must have definitely, I thought, you know, what did I do here? That's wrong. And I realized that if I didn't make a change in how I did this, first of all, I didn't want to do the business. I thought, you know, if this is what you get, people who sign up, pay all this money, nobody asked for a refund that I recall, and they all quit. What kind of a group is that? We had all decided we're going to change the world here with this business. And so if somebody has that as a goal, how can you quit in 90 days? What kind of a you know, commitment is that? And so before I quit, I thought, well, what do other people do? And unbeknownst to me, this was a problem with all the top people in the industry. I went to my upline. I had two upline sponsors, both of whom were earning in the millions of dollars per year. And said, so what's the story with this? And they laughed and said, oh, Kim, everybody drops out. We get 50 people in, and we're lucky if we keep five or six and as doing anything more than just staying on the product. And I thought, well, that seems to me to be a terrible ratio. I mean, it feels, to me, I'm not interested in a business like that, if that's what we do. And they said, well, you know, you'd have to, that's kind of the standard in the industry. And so I thought, well, what can I do here about this? And it so happened at that time, I got a letter, I'm a, I am a grad graduate of Harvard, and so I belong to you know Harvard clubs here and there. And I got a letter from the local Harvard club inviting me to a lunch where students who had just been accepted were going to talk to graduates and to professors about what the experience would be like going to Harvard for their first freshman year. And so I went to that and had lunch and listened to everybody, and something really dawned on me that day. And that is how selective Harvard is in choosing students and in letting people in and how many, many people apply and how few get in. And a lot of the, most of the kids stay the course because they have really busted it to apply. They really, really, really want to go to that school. And granted, not everybody completes it, but it's quite a few of the kids that do. And I was struck by how selective they were. And I thought, ha, maybe I should rethink how I recruit people because I'd been running ads and I thought maybe I need to redo that, rethink that whole thing and become more selective. And that really leads to the very first one thing I can tell you about the business. So the one thing about us as humans that I learned is if you're not where you want to be, it's because you're not the person yet you need to be in order to get to that place regardless of what it is, whether it's distance, whether it's money, whether it's relationships, no matter what it is. You're just not that person. If you were, you'd be where you want to be because you'd be doing the things, thinking the things, you know. (laughs) So if we're not where we want to be, we're just not the person yet that we need to be because there are people who have gotten to these places and they're human too. They have flaws just like we do, but they have things that they do differently. They think differently and they behave differently than we do. And if we want to achieve that same thing, we got to make some changes in how we do stuff so that we become the person who can do the thing that we want to achieve. And in network marketing, there are also big things, particularly one big thing. And here's what I discovered with that luncheon with those new students going to Harvard. I had been trained or taught, I guess wouldn't even call it a training, 
uh, my sponsor, Jeff, said, Kim, you got to sponsor anybody who can fog a mirror. Well, that was kind of weird to me, but they were making quite a bit of money. I think at the time he was at like $90,000, $95,000 a month. This is 26 years ago. And I thought, well, that's a little bit more than I'm making in my real estate business. So if they really think you should sponsor anyone who can fog a mirror, that is what I did. And when I advertised, that's what I advertised for. Not quite in those words, but basically not a single qualification. Just come on and make $10,000 a month, which is the ads that they were running. And I just copied those. And I thought, well, what if I change the ads so that I only select and ask for certain people? And that's what I did. Because while it's true that, yes, everybody wants or says they want $10,000 a month, they really, very few people will do what it takes to earn it. And I wanted not the ones who wanted it and then would drop off the minute there was any work involved, but I wanted people who wanted that income and who I believed had some chance of sticking with it long enough to make it happen, because that's what you need, right? You don't need a bunch of dropouts. You need people who are going to go the distance. So I realized that if I were more like Harvard and I were selective in the ads that I had, I'd have a better chance at getting better people. And that's exactly what I did. And I had an ad that required people to have qualifications and skills in marketing, teaching, public speaking, own your own business before, and send me a resume. All of that, even though I made it clear this is not a job job. And what happened is I got people who were incredibly well qualified. And then I could choose from those people when I interviewed them at the university which is where I had my so-called opportunity meetings, I could interview them and choose the ones that I thought had the best chance uh, to make it. And from those ads and those interviews, I built my very first uh, business. We probably interviewed about 500 people over, I don't know, four or five months. And of those, 13 people ended up giving us like 30, 31,000 people in our business after the first 13 months. So it's very few people that led to many, many other people coming into the business. And it came from the one thing that I learned about the network marketing business, namely, everyone is not your prospect. Just because everyone wants more money or wants more status or wants more this or that, that's just a human kind of desire. If you're on Facebook, if you're alive, you see all these people with all this money and who doesn't want that? <laughs> but it's another thing to get somebody that realizes that there's actually, you got to do some stuff and think certain ways to make this happen. So what I realized is if I know everyone is not my prospect, then who am I going to ask for? And that's what I learned to do. And that's something that I highly recommend you learn to do. So if you would like to hear how we do some of this stuff, I've actually got a lot of this outlined in a program called The Art of Recruiting. And uh, you can go to enlightenedrecruiter.com. So enlightened, E-N-L-I-G-H-T-E-N-E-D, recruiter, R-E-C-R-U-I-T-E-R.com, all jammed together, and pick that up. And that shows you some of these things, including the ads. What if using this one thing that I just showed you, namely how to be selective when you're out recruiting, and this one thing changes for you like it did for me from getting a lot of people who say, yes, they want lots of income and who are basically do-nothings. As we all know, do-nothing downline, right? It's a big trend in the industry. It's getting worse almost by the month just because so many promises are made 
about how easy this business is, and I think most of us know that it takes quite a bit more effort than most people thought to get an income going where it's more than a few thousand dollars a month. So this one feature, this one bit of knowledge that I learned in my first business might be something that could completely change your business and recruit even one person who actually puts in the work that it takes to build something up and build it right there under you. Wouldn't that be great? Okay, I'll talk to you in the next time. Oh, and P.S., that link to show you what I did, that one thing that I learned how to do to recruit the right people, it's at enlightenedrecruiter.com. So spell it all out, enlightenedrecruiter.com. After you get the program, use it and come back and report. Tell me what happened to you when you did the one thing that I did that totally changed my first business from getting a bunch of people who all dropped out to getting people who stuck and went the distance, not only in my first business, but in the next five businesses as well. All right, talk to you soon. This is Kim Claver. Bye.